Well, good morning again, and welcome to today's daily devotion, your daily PPE. Today is Tuesday. It is December the 14th. Uh, The passage of scripture we're going to be looking at today um, actually is in Jeremiah chapter 10. And then we're also going to be looking in John chapter 10. Easy to remember there, Jeremiah 10, John 10. The title of today's devotion is Traditions. I was reading an article, I think it was yesterday, may have been the day before. Anyway, it was over the weekend, Sunday, Saturday, it's been a couple days. Um, Anyway, I was reading this article and it said, on the average, Americans use about 28 million rolls of wrapping paper in the Christmas season. 28 million rolls. Isn't that crazy? They use... 17 million packages of tags and bows. I remember going, we haven't done this yet. We usually go about three days before Christmas and get our wrapping paper and our tags and all that packages and things that we got to bows. And of course, it seems like they're always out. It's slim pickings because we wait till two or three days before Christmas. But anyway, um, This article also mentioned two other things, that we send out 372 million greeting cards. (laughs) Um, I guess our family or my family, we contribute probably 100 Christmas cards we send out every year. Um, And then listen to this, 35 million Christmas trees is set up. I can tell you right now, I know where six of those 35 million are at. Six of those my family set up. We have one in the living room, one in our dining room, one in our basement where our family room is at. Uh, Each one of my kids has a small Christmas tree in their bedroom. And then we set up a Christmas tree at church. My family, well, I am a pro at putting a Christmas tree up. Um, I say a pro at putting the tree up. I'm not a pro at decorating because I'm not allowed to touch the decorations. I'm not good enough to put the decorations up or I'm not talented enough. That's my wife and my daughter's job to do. But I I can put the tree up. Anyway, it's a tradition, right? We all have traditions. The Christmas tree is one of those traditions we, we put up. Did you know that the Bible mentions the Christmas tree? Jeremiah 10, verses 3 through 4. I bet you never knew this. Well, maybe you did. You're probably smarter than I am. Jeremiah 10, 3 and 4 says, They cut a tree out of the forest, and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel. That's me. I'm a craftsman. I put the tree up. I don't decorate it. Verse number 4, They adore it or adorn it with silver and gold, and they fasten it with a hammer and nail so it will not totter. I bet you've never read that scripture before. Or if you have, you've never thought about it as the Christmas tree, have you? Well, okay, maybe maybe it wasn't a Christmas tree, and maybe I've taken that verse a little out of context. But you have to admit, it sounds like it, doesn't it? Let's go back to that passage, and let me read the full passage. I always tell you, you need to read the scriptures before it and the scriptures after it to understand truly what they are saying. So let me read this to you. Jeremiah 10, 1 through 4. Jeremiah is prophesying for the Lord, and he says to Israel, Hear the word that the Lord speaks to you, O Israel. 
This is what the Lord says, verse 2, Do not act like the other nations who try to read their future in the stars. Do not be afraid of their predictions, even though other nations are terrified by them. Their ways are futile and foolish. They cut down a tree. A craftsman carves it into an idol. They decorate it with gold and silver, and then they fasten it securely with hammer and nails so it won't fall over. So here, obviously, Jeremiah is speaking for the Lord because he says he has a word of the Lord that speaks to Israel. And he's speaking to Israel, but, you know, the Bible also speaks to us. And the basic idea is this. It's not about the Christmas tree or the traditions. God's just saying through Jeremiah, don't get distracted into thinking that something that is formed by hands can be more important than the hands that formed it. And basically what was God God was saying to Israel is they were making idols with the nations around them. They were making idols and they were worshiping the idols that they were making with their own hands. And God was saying, you're out of your mind. You're crazy. You guys are so blind because you're putting more power in something that you made than the true Jehovah who transformed you. It's just crazy. Now, I don't want you to think that I'm condemning Christmas trees in any way, shape, or form. Like I said, I put up six of them this year. But I think we have to be careful in traditions that the world holds and not let those traditions, whether we celebrate them or not, we don't let those traditions filter out or crowd out the real meaning of the season. The Christmas tree, lights, Santa Claus, all those things I think are fine to celebrate as long as we don't allow those things to get into way or get in the way of what Christmas truly is about. Christmas is truly about Jesus, the Savior of the world, coming to earth for our sins. That's what Christmas is about. I think we can take the season and the traditions that are about the season, and I think we can use all those traditions to show people Jesus, because that's what the Christmas season is about. Jesus gave us a perfect example of this in John chapter 10, verses 22 through 30. And I'm going to read these because this verse or this section of verses has been taken out of context so many times. And I just want to read this and give you the light and shed some light on this subject. Hmm, pun intended here. You'll get it in a second. John 10, 22 through 30. Verse 22 starts off. It says, it was now winter. And Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of Hanukkah, the festival of dedication. He was in the temple walking through the section known as Solomon's colonnade. The people surrounded him and asked him, how long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus replied, I've already told you and you don't believe me. The proof is in the work I do in my Father's name. But you don't believe me because you're not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. For my Father has given them to me and he is more powerful than anyone 
else. No one can snatch them from the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Okay, a lot going on here, but hang with me. This I could preach on for about two or three hours here, but let me work this in in about two or three minutes. Hanukkah. You've all heard of Hanukkah. It's a festival of lights. It's a festival of dedication. Um, possibly where we got the idea of putting lights on our houses. Another tradition that I do as well. It's celebrated in the winter, as John puts it here and points it out. And this year, 2021, it was celebrated November 29th through December 6th, I believe. Somewhere around there. It's about a, it's about a week. Don't quote me on that, but it's about a week. Um, it started in the time period between the Old and the New Testaments, and the beginnings of this festival are somewhere along the lines where God supplied the oil to the woman or the widow at Zarephath. I think you probably remember that. And so Hanukkah basically is a celebration of the ideal of preserving resources. This is key to what God or what Jesus is saying here in this passage. Remember this, preserving resources. Now, Jesus said, I've already told you. Jesus had already told the people who he was. And Jesus had already told the people that through him, they would be the salt and the light. Remember the, the Sermon on the Mount? He told them, through him, you can be salt in life. What is salt in life? They are preservatives. But this could only happen through him. Not through traditions, not through the law, not through regulations, only through him. And that's what Jesus is pointing out here to these people. Now listen, listen to this situation that's unfolding here. Jesus is walking through the temple. They're celebrating by lighting the Hanukkah or lighting lights. There's lights everywhere. And the people are celebrating a tradition of being a preservation and the preservation of life is right in front of them. And Jesus, they ask, they, they gather around Jesus and they say, hey, tell us, are you going to be the Messiah? Are you the Messiah or what? And Jesus says, I've already told you. You just don't want to believe. You're allowing your traditions and what's going on around you and what you see to crowd out what God is doing through me for you in this very moment. And Jesus is saying, it's not about, he didn't condemn the tradition that was going on there. He didn't, he doesn't condemn our traditions, but he does condemn the way that the people were allowing those traditions to crowd out what he wanted to do through them. Now, the next words of Jesus has been misinterpreted because probably for decades, people has used the next set of scriptures to say, you know, Jesus, we can never be plucked out of Jesus's hands. You know, once we're saved, we're always saved. And But the rest of the Bible, I guess I would say sarcastically, I would say this, Genesis through Mark, or, or I'm sorry, Genesis through Luke, and then um, take out John, because that's where we're at here, and then Acts all the way through Revelation. That portion of the Bible talks about that we make a choice. And of course, I'm being sarcastic. All the Word of God says we have a choice to follow the Lord. 
We choose to follow him. And that is exactly what he's saying to the people here. You have a choice to make. You can follow the traditions. The traditions doesn't really, uh, you want to celebrate them? Great. But don't let it crowd out and don't let the traditions in the law crowd out what I'm trying to do in your heart. Don't get hung up on the words here. Remember this phrase, verse 27 of John 10. Jesus says, and he puts it point blank. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they know me. Jesus is simply saying his followers, those who are truly devoted to him, they're going to know his voice. They will have a true relationship with him. And they'll know this or people will know this because they will obey his words. Traditions. Okay. Put up a tree, put up lights, celebrate Hanukkah, but don't let any of the traditions crowd out what is truly important. And that is your relationship with Jesus Christ. Today, I want to encourage you, don't get caught up in traditions, but most importantly, don't allow the traditions that we practice or don't practice to crowd out what Jesus truly means and what he truly wants to do in our lives. Because I believe, as Jesus pointed out here, he can use traditions, he can use songs, he can use people, he can use all of this to glorify God. In this season, I believe God would truly want us to use every opportunity, every situation to point people to the true meaning of Christmas, and that is Jesus Christ, the Savior. Would you vow to do that, whether you celebrate traditions, whether you don't? As followers of Christ, we have an obligation. We have an obligation to be ambassadors to him, right? To lift him up, to lift up the kingdom of God. Let's do that. Heavenly Father, help us today. In whatever traditions that we practice or don't practice, Lord, God, help us not to be uh, condemners and condemn things that maybe we don't understand or don't hold to. God, help us just to be the light and the salt of the world, just as you were. Thank you, Lord, for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again tomorrow. Uh, and we'll, we'll look at some more verses in Scripture from the Word of God leading us into the Christmas season. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Remember, I'm praying for you.